0: One and God is going to uh, refresh His word and then uh, renew His His will into our hearts in Jesus' name. Shall we pray, Father in heaven? We thank you this morning. Thank you for this moment. Take all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, we're asking you, oh Lord, that you please help us this day. Let your word um, come right into our hearts and let it yield food fruit, fruit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. This morning, or this moment, we're going to be talking, we're going to be starting a series about life or habits to get rid of. Habits to get rid of. Or you can call it lives to get rid of. And then, um, before we move forward, I want to quickly say this. whenever god's word comes to us god's word is like a mirror and then whenever we look ourselves into the mirror of the word of god whatever thing we see that is not um that is not deserving to be to be in our life as a believer god a god's expectation is that we take it out by the help of the holy spirit so lives to get rid of in hebrews chapter 12 Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. The Bible made us to understand that um, uh, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And then because of that, because of that understanding, we should get rid of everything that hinders, every sin that so easily entangles. And that's the lives we want to get, we want to look at and get rid of. There are a lot of things that uh, innocently hold on to our robe innocently hold on to our clothing as a believer and we do not know that these things are issues and we live our life continuously and yet these are sins that are easily entangled so quickly let's go um number one unforgiveness. unforgiveness Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 verse number 15 but if you do not forgive men their sins your father will not forgive you your sins you see unforgiveness to God is a terrible sin actually we might look at it and think well I forgive people but you know unforgiveness can be a sin that easily entangles imagine if um, you are offended not like you offend someone you are offended and then uh, the other person actually is at fault what the person did to you is actually so terrible it's bad it's terrible but yet sometimes we even think we've forgiven the person but each time we remember that memory it brings heart that's of forgiveness the ability to forgive and forget that is true forgiveness now forgetting in the sense that when you remember it does not bring back the memory of hurt and pain but when you remember it brings out the memory of joy yeah you have been hurt you have been you've been offended you have been you have been uh, terribly uh, terribly hurt but each time you remember it does not bring regret each time you remember it does not bring back um, sadness and sorrow but bring it, it brings back joy i mean that's the joy of the holy spirit and that's when you're forgiven so can you actually look into your life if unforgiveness our, our sins is a sin that so easily hold on to the clothing of every believer and god said and jesus said if you do not believe if you do not forgive others father in heaven is never going to forgive you so number two fear mm. second timothy chapter one verse seven says god has not given us the spirit oh you might actually begin to think so it's, it's fear is sin actually anything that god does not give definitely comes from the devil and every anything that the devil gives is a sin so fear is actually a sin you know i'm not talking about reference i'm talking about fear when you're so scared of what the tomorrow holds you know fear is the opposite of faith when you have fear fear shows a lack of faith actually there are times when things happen within us around us and then circumstances will make us to actually begin to doubt if there's ever going to be a way out is never from god that is from the devil fear of the future fear of the unknown fear of what happens to, to my parents might actually end up happening to me fear of fear of the, fear of a lot of things you know that spirit is never from god the ability to hold on to god's word either it's making sense or not making sense and most of the time the thing God said to you will never align with your common sense and then we need to get rid of fear and God does not give us uh, an, 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 an empty spirit or a spirit of vacuum. It's no in 2 in Second, in Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 he said we have not been given the spirit of fear but spirit of sound mind. God has given us the spirit that will replace the spirit of fear so we must get rid of fear. We must get rid of fear. Fear is going to limit us in our walk with the Lord. Fear is going to Uh, limit us in our in 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 us believing God's word fear is going to limit us in us achieving and working in the plan and the purpose of God for our lives fear is going to take us away from God's presence fear is going to bring us as a matter of fact fear is going to bring us before God's presence and yet make us doubt God even in his presence and we leave God's presence without taking anything away has God ever said anything to you it looks as if it's not gonna happen and the devil is trying to set you on emotion to start to start getting scared that is the devil's scheme to take you away from god and you're making you to doubt god's word god's word is ye and amen so get rid of fear number three dishonesty number three dishonesty in acts chapter five you read the old verses we, we told we, the old chapter, rather, we thought about the story of a couple, Ananias and Sapphira. You still remember them? Oh, we might actually read and then begin to judge these people. But do you know that uh, many believers actually walk in that path? Dishonesty. Jesus hates dishonesty. Jesus hates dishonesty. We need to get rid of dishonesty. You know, this couple sold their land. And as a matter of fact, they should have come before the apostles and tell the, tell the apostles, you see, we sold this land for this amount and we decided to remove this part and this is what we have brought. And then that would settle it. Dishonesty. God frowned at dishonesty. We know that story very well. The the the, uh, the 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 boat the, the boat people or the couple were killed on the spot on that spot you know you're going on you're going to a place and and you were late already and somebody had to call you where are you and because you were late you had to say oh you are very close when you know you are not close mm. You know, you you walk in a laundry, in an unlaunched outfit and you have to watch someone's clothes and you found an item, it's not yours and you have to pick it up. You know, dishonesty with time. It's an habit and it's a thing that that might even stay with us without us noticing. These are things that easily entangles us. It's a life we need to prayerfully get rid of. We need to prayerfully get it. At your place of work, you have to backdate. You have to do a lot of things just to fit in. You have to, you have to, you have to rearrange a lot of things just to fit in. You're working in dishonesty, and then God frowns at this. God frowns at this. God frowns at this. You need to check your life, and you've got to get rid of it. And finally, for today, pride. Pride. You know, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, the Bible says, For everything in the world, the cravings of the sinful man, these are the lust of his eyes, the boasting of what he has, and those mm. Pride of life. Pride. You know, as a believer whom God is actually using, it is very easy to get lost in the stream or in the waters of pride people comes to you and start as and, and start celebrating grace over your life and that easily gets into your head and in actually on the outside you're not portraying that you are proud you're not portraying that you are actually boastful of what God is doing but inwardly something is making you to think like you have arrived my friend my, my brothers and my sister pride is what what the bible says pride leaves pride comes before destruction and he said it gives grace to the humble and 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 fight it gives you know god fights those that are proud and this has seen that easily entangles us oh you just you just you just arrive and you just did something and then everybody's celebrating you and that gets into your head inwardly and you start carrying yourself the way you ought not to carry yourself. You start, you start portraying yourself in a light, in a light that people need to see you, that you are the one that has actually, that has actually did that. You've got to check your life. You've got to check your life. You see, at the point where you begin to, when you begin to boast of what you've got, of what God has done through you, of what you have actually even do to, just do, uh, uh, done by yourself, you know, at that point, God's blessing ceases to flow. God's blessing cease to flow. Any time and any moment that you are actually accomplish a thing and you re- and you suddenly thought of that even if God did not put hand into it you are going to do it. Then you are beginning to pr- to, to 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 exhibit pride. Any time that you actually believe this doctrine that God has given you your common sense to use, you are pride is gradually setting in because in this kingdom we live our life solely depending on the holy spirit even when our common sense is telling us the right thing to do we still hang on to the holy spirit remember the story of david when when the enemy came to to plunder his 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 his, his settlement while he was away in war and he came back you now the writing this common sense would have taught him is you are a, you are a warrior you are a king you have fought many battles without losing one pursue these people that's the common sense and that's where pride set in but david is not going to think oh god has given me my common sense so let me get to work and do what i need to do no david is not going never going to do that david has to go back to god and say i know what the right thing is to, what the right thing to do what i think is the right thing to do but i'm not going to do it god should i pursue that's a life. That's a life of hum- of humility. That's a life of humility. That's a life of humility where you know what to do, the right thing to do, and yet you're still not going to do it. You're still going to depend on God to lead you through it. Not that you don't know what to do, not that you don't have the resources to do it, but you still want to be sure that it's God that is doing that first. Life of humility. You have you've got to get rid of pride. Now we have come to this. Ep- we have come to the uh, to the end of this episode one. We're going to continue tomorrow on the on the um, on the, on, the, on the lives with God to get rid of. Thank you for joining my podcast. If you're not part of this family yet, you're still living in sin. This is the right time for you to renounce your sin and come to the King and come to the food of 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 of, 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 of Christ. Called the food where we fellowship together with the Holy Spirit if you are taking that decision you can pray this prayer with me and say Lord Jesus I believe you are the Son of God I believe you died for my sin forgive me of my sins I believe you resurrected to give me a new life I accept your life reign in my spirit write my name in the book of life in Jesus name we have prayed you have just prayed this prayer congratulations you've become the member of this kingdom See you in the next episode. Remain rapturous. Bye for now.